Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Oh, what a night. Watching Tottenham on a Tuesday night. You play Thursday cause you're... Hello and welcome to A Water Night, part of the 90 Min Podcast Network, talking all things Tottenham Hotspur. Joining myself, Sean Walsh, as he does every week, Jude Summerfield. I'm here again, once again. It's a bit of a... Well, I don't know. I don't want to talk about football. I don't want to be here this week. I don't know how that yeah. feels. Uh, what? Yeah, I'm not used to this. Uh, Premier League loss. Yeah. It's bound to happen eventually. Well, I didn't think it would. I didn't think it would either. I, I, was, I was fully in... Um, I was just fully in delusion land, just thinking, this is us set for now, you know. We're going to win the league. We're going to win the league. But um, no, Daddy came home and uh, gave us a good spanking. <laughs> but, you um, keep using this analogy. I used it for the second time today, it is true. And it won't be um, the last. And it will not be the last, because I, I feel like it's imagery that everyone needs seared into their brains it's a conversation starter um, you know yeah it's really a jumping off point <laughs> of anything you know you just you just say that and you think oh Jesus like you just imagine you know put, uh, that's not that's we're going to be having our lunch later and you're going to be like daddy gave him a moment was spanking and everyone's going to be like what the hell is he talking about <laughs> it's just it's all too, it's all too personal but um, but but yeah I'm all fine mate you doing okay yeah yeah it was a long it was a long day it mm. really was and the match aged to me about 70 million years personally that's what 20, 22 minutes of out of time will do yeah yeah unfortunately it's not weren't great and I think the sad thing about Spurs' 4-1 off to Chelsea it was going so well mm, yeah everything was uh, looking pretty rosy it, it sort of it sort of started as as maybe we could have anticipated you know fast start Spurs looking to sort of Stamped themselves on the game, um, did everything right in those first sort of 10, 10 minutes, got the goal, thinking perfect platform to go on and win the game. And um, mm. we saw some quite um, extraordinary explo- implosion tactics being employed, which we haven't seen since, I don't know, the days of Christian Stellini, you know? Well, personally, it reminded me of when Pochettino was in the other dugout. Oh yeah, it was a lot. It felt a lot like the players were riled up in that sense. Yeah. I, know, I get, I get the self implosion thing, but I think in terms of just like the pure aggression and the kind of needlessness of some of the challenges, it did feel quite Pochettino, which was, oh, you know, ironic. Battle of El Bridge. Mm. Yeah, I hope it wasn't just his mere presence that set everyone because <laughs> that could be a problem in the future. What is it? He calls it um, the lemon nonsense. What the, the energy universia? Yeah. Yeah. What if it's what if it just is him? What if he is? What if he's a giant walking lemon? <laughs> <laughs> I could have told you that. <laughs> right. 
Yeah, there's only like one player in that in that Spurs team who's who's around from, from when. That's from true. When that is true. The just, have you seen the, Have you seen the clip of them hugging at full time? No, I didn't. Was it's it? like so. Postecoglou's gone to the centre circle to hug Son, and then Potch is there as well, just kind of like waiting for him to come over. It's quite. Um, I, I tweeted this morning. It's quite custody of Son Ladamachi. <laughs> He said he was out there for a while. I remember like making a note of it when it was happening. But all right, you can, you can stop chewing his ear off now, mate. Mm, all these managers doing these on-pitch thing just just for show, you know. I bet he was talking about how he should have scored in the last minute as well. He should have, yeah. This is how you. This is how you. So, you know, it would have been very bad for me if you'd scored that goal. Yeah, very very Guardiola. Yeah, the son obviously nearly scored in the first half, and at that point where because obviously he already scored. Be with a you know helping hand that Cole will just didn't get tight to him at all. But mm-hmm. as I was saying to you on Monday, this is what happens when Kulusevski actually comes inside, takes a bloody shot. Yeah, see what happens. Nice. And then the split second where I thought Son's goal was on the side, didn't see the flag go up. I was thinking, good God, this could be any number. Mm. Well, yeah, it was. They, they were they were so dominant in those in those early early periods that um, you know it was it was just about sort of keeping on that same tact and making sure that. Players were taking shots on, and like, yeah, Kulu got that goal with the end. I thought, yeah, it was pretty lousy defending, wasn't it? To be honest, and the more I looked um, back, I thought at the moment it was quite unfortunate. I looked back at it, I'm like, Cole's just got to do something. Yeah, he just lets him get inside and shoot. Um, and that, yeah, the offside one, but we are talking just like a hair here and there. It was so close. Amazing. I was surprised actually how close it was. Yeah, you could. Yeah, I mean, you could see that it was just off, but it was just <clears throat> sorry, it was just frustrating. That, you know, at two 0 maybe they don't feel the need to jump into challenges like serial killers trying to chop up limbs, <laughs> um, and maybe they just take a more reserved approach and don't let the other team back into the game. It's it's a learning curve, you know. It really it's, is. It really. I'll come is. this a lot actually. Yeah. Today, it's going to be a recurring thing because they had a position of strength and they threw it away by I, being, you know, a yeah. little too hot headed. Yeah, I I can't understand what the trigger for that was whether it was just like the the derby atmosphere or if it was the players were g'd up a little too much I think Kulisevsky came out of post-match and did say that they were a little bit they should have been calmer but yeah. I don't understand why they were so overly aggressive because I don't associate that with football's been played so obviously I get the pressing stuff but mm-hmm. for the most part you know Romero has been praised and rightfully so for being a calmer head calmer influence Doggy, you know, I've praised him pretty much every week for saying that he's someone who plays like he's a experienced veteran, and he comes up with a challenge which, on another day, could have been a red, mm. and then a really daft second yellow in the second half. It kind of just reminded us, okay, maybe we're not we're not there yet. Those players still yep. do have those kinks to iron out. But it, it, I remember saying at the time, the pendulum of chaos just swung back Chelsea's way after the disallowed goal and after that the doggy challenge which got cleared for a red yeah I mean on the, on the television they were they, they were saying a lot about how that Adoji uh, first tackle or, you know the two footed one sort of changed the atmosphere or, or however but you know I don't see how that should necessarily just force the game to or force Spurs to just switch into that sort of ultra attack yeah definitely or ultra yeah. over, over the top Defensive play. It, it it seems like they just um, got lost in the moment and made some really rash decisions that 
that, that they were just that they weren't able to overcome and quite mm. frankly like there, there was no real chance that they were going to hold out for, for for a draw when they were two players down at the end um, and it, it just adds to uh, absentees for the weekend unfortunately yeah um, which I'm not too happy with but you know Basuma avoided a yellow card if he had been booked he well yeah I was, I was actually thinking that this hasn't been talked about enough that the players are going to be missing for the upcoming games mm. um, yeah Basuma is still booking away from another suspension so hopefully someone will be back by then yeah to we've got that in the mail that. Yeah. <laughs> some big games coming up as well that one's still to come yeah um, but uh, yeah the, uh, the, 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 the Romero kick as well was a little was a little uh, foreshadowing of, of his yeah. own it's got prize in this fixture. Yeah. And in, and in general. <laughs> Just in general, yeah. Yeah, massive shame that he's going to be out for, you know, for a, like an important stretch in Tottenham season now. Mm. And um, <laughs> when you've got your pace merchant at the back, you, you sort of feel like, oh, a change attack might have to come here because... Yeah. Mate, mate, you, you watch Mickey Vandeven, the way he just cuts off attack with pure pace. Like, I don't think the players that Spurs have able to come in to replace him are going to be able to do that. Get your kit on Ashley Phillips. Well, yeah, exactly. There's going to be a, a, a fair few more chances that they can see and that could make, that could make things more hairy moving mm. forward, unfortunately. Yeah, the, the first half was really like the kind of end from hell. Madison goes down quite innocuously. I was just hoping that it was like James genuinely kind of clipped him. It no contact whatsoever. Goes down holding his ankle. Not good. Matt tries to play on, which is my kind of saving grace at this moment. I'm sure by the time we finish this and publish this podcast, it'll be that he's out for like eight months or something. <laughs> so looking forward to that one. Yeah. Um, Vanderman obviously quite an aggressive pull up, which I'm clinging on to. Pedro Neto suffered a similar injury recently and isn't out for too long he should be back after the international break it sounds like so I'm hoping that maybe it's only like a one month thing for him yeah that'd be good that'd be, that'd be really nice I'd really appreciate that actually <laughs> yeah considering it's only one game and then yeah November break yeah it's a good time the, for the international break to come actually yeah, it's important international so that's that's good um, yeah Madison's the the big worry isn't he because uh, Lo Celso was on the bench but he didn't get on and he's obviously he's probably the the like-for-like like replacement. The, the like, the like. Yeah, I, I did think it was notable that he did bring on Hoiberg instead. Yeah, I mean, game situation probably called for that, didn't mm. it? I mean, we, the last thing you want is, is Gio running down into a cul-de-sac, just having nowhere to go. Um, but yeah, well, like it'll be interesting to see in these next few games just how those... <laughs> How those injuries and suspensions, you know, they all just came in one big nightmare fueled session. Well, yeah, usually it pans over the course of a season and all of a sudden it yeah. was just kind of, it just hit us like a truck. It really did. <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't seem very fair, but you know. But it, yeah, it is what it is. You know, well, they've had it pretty good for the whole season. We've had it pretty good for the whole season. Yeah. So I suppose we were due comeuppance and it was just, you know, it was just laughable yeah. that it all came Well, well yeah, so, so let's move on to the second half where things really kind of took a turn I would say mm. um, so Doggy gets sent off soon after the break Spurs then shift into a makeshift back four of Porro, Dyer, Hoiberg and Emerson who to their credit it's different isn't it well, yeah. it is different um, I actually thought individually they were all alright um, from that point onwards I think you know we'll, we'll get into it now the high line some of the clips some of the stills 
the chances that Chelsea made and missed. What was your feeling on it? Because I have seen all sorts of opinions ranging from this was the perfect thing to do, this was the right situation to try and do this, to kind of instill um, Postacoglu's methods and non-negotiables and stuff like that, versus should he just sort of shut up shop, try to cling on for the point because, and hope that Chelsea just struggled to continue trying to break down a low block um, what do you think first? I, I have some lengthy thoughts on this. Lengthy thoughts. Yeah, I think um, I think Vicara had like a, a pretty amazing game. I think that's that that definitely helped Spurs keep the keep the score down. Mm. The high the high line. I can um, I, can, I can get behind it. Like like none of the Chelsea players were able to do that. <laughs> you know, effectively until until the seventy fifth, eighty. What was it? The second one. Yeah, second one came in with. Um, yeah, 70 yeah, it got to, it got to seventy minutes. Like, I genuinely a, did think, are Chelsea just not going to score? Yeah, it was. Um, it, it it definitely posed a question to Chelsea to actually have that have that pass in their locker and have the composure as well. That's the thing. They they had a lot of a lot of those. Uh, their front four just seemed to have a, a very a very minimal amount of composure when going through on goal. Um, so from that perspective, I, I I didn't mind it at all. You mm. you might think that um, you know if you take a, a a a leaf out of the Liverpool playbook where they they went down to to nine players and and decided that maybe three centre backs and just covering that area in the in just the penalty the area just block the space might be the way to go to to get a result. But I I kind of think like you know what, and wanted to he wanted to push high and and try and. You know, <laughs> make those little moments where Spurs could maybe get back into the game, and they had a few. You know, they they got set pieces where they could have, on another day, like the dire goal goes in, he's he's onside, and you know it's two two. Um, ben Tanker had had a header, I think we just didn't quite get it right, and he couldn't eat the, he could talk his body in like kind of the wrong way, but I think it's because the ball was at an awkward height. Yeah, for him it to was, really I think it was or something. And he was yeah, like, it was like just. Camp. If you were a little to the left, like, as it was coming in, it probably goes into the corner. Yeah, and then I was, then, and then there's the one at the end for Son where he mm. just doesn't quite get it in the corner. So I, I think they did well to to play for the chances and sort of. It, I mean, it's a massive gamble, obviously. And I t- yeah, like moving forward, if if Spurs, God forbid, that happens against a team like Man City, where uh, <laughs> they have a few more sort of cold blooded. Um, players in the final third who who won't fumble around and fuck it up as much as Chelsea did. Um, yeah, because that would that would um, probably spell six or seven towards the end. But um, I'm 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 genuinely fine with the manager sticking towards like overly aggressive and attacking principles in in contrast to mm. having no idea about how to win a game and just hoping to cling on when yeah. you score a goal like we've like we've seen over the last two years. Yeah. I think generally like people might look at it and like uh, there are lots of like still shots of or pictures of that, you know, line on the halfway line <laughs> and just being like they're this really, is how really Costa Coglu really plays. And it's like, no well it's not really because they had two players sent <laughs> off and they had to come up with a, an idea of how to try and yeah. how to try and stay in the game and yeah. Um, and I, I know it was four one in the end, but you know, yeah, there was a couple of goals in in injury time, and Spurs. Were, I think we're really, really good for the majority of of the game, to be honest. Apart from those moments of madness that that put them in the um, mm. put them in the mm. hole, I'm. Uh, it was it was an odd sort of 
I, I feel like Spurs are in a better place, sort of regardless of the result. It could have got to like five or six, but I don't, I don't think my my viewpoint would have changed too much. Because I think, I'll, yeah, you're just encouraged by the actual fight and mm. desire that that we that we saw out there. To be honest, I don't know why I thought you'd be more cynical about this. More cynical? Yeah, I thought you'd be like Is that just because of my general disposition. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> could be. Who knows? Um, I think. You're right. We have to kind of preface it. I am it. right. Well, you are, you are, you are, yeah. <laughs> Correct. Yes. End um, it there. <laughs> yeah. I think we need to preface this with there are so few situations where you're ever going to be down to nine men. This is not something that's going to become the norm. It's quite a fluke that, you know, it happened in the space of a month or so at the same stadium. It's just, you just don't get two red cards often. It's a, it's a completely rare thing in football. So... You might have a game plan. I think I talked about this after the Liverpool game, actually. You might have a game plan with 10. You might have a game plan to play with or against, with 10 men or against 10 men. It's so unlikely you're going to have them to do with or against 9 because it, you just wouldn't spend time worrying about that. And I think Spurs ultimately try to win a game while with 9 men. Now, if that was naive, you know, we could, some would say that. I think that it would be very hard to do it. But I think Spurs made a proper good go of it. You're gonna you, uh, with nine men. You're gonna need to get lucky either way. Whether you're playing with the deep block or with with high line, you're gonna need to get lucky to mm-hmm. stay in that game. And people keep saying, "Oh, but Chelsea they struggle against low blocks." And it's like, I keep coming back to, do you want to see Porro, Dyer, Hoiberg, and Emerson play in a deep block? Do you want to see that? Because I promise you, they've spent no time working on that. Mm. That's not gonna work. It's not. It's gonna be pulled apart. Chelsea would have the players eventually. I know they've struggled, but this is this would be the perfect game. This would like unlock their that kind of mental instability when it comes to deep blocks. They would, this would be the game for that. I get why Postacoglu did play Highline. There's a really good video on Tifo with John McKenzie and JJ Ball. We're talking about why, and they kind of tactically explain the benefits of this. So they're talking about squeezing up the pitch and making more chances and making it really difficult for Chelsea. And it did because Spurs got, well, it was 2-1 with minutes to go. Spurs uh, had an equaliser ruled out for really marginal offside. I didn't realise how close it was in the end. Benzikor, you're right, should have probably scored that header. And then Son, another day, scores that chance. And all of a sudden, it's, wow, Spurs persevered. They went at it. They gave it a go with nine men against all the odds, and they got a 2-2 draw. Those are the fine margins. Now, obviously, you can say more clinical teams score some goals, but... Spurs made this point that we're going to keep going and I think what ultimately I rest on is this is still Spurs in year one this is still Spurs in month three or four of a long term project which is based around attacking football and making it really hard for teams to play against in that way and we're not going to see a lot of games with nine men mm-hmm. so I think it, it was worth this risk to do it because we didn't even see it with Pochettino when he was here getting that kind of defensive now until later in his reign and the game like, I keep thinking about is do you remember, so you remember so the first season there was a lot of hammerings mm. there were there were a lot of hammerings there was a lot of games where it was just like wow this is pretty pathetic you know but you saw where it was going second year of the Leicester season started blowing teams away I think towards the end you know Spurs really crumbled a bit third year came second but I think the Champions League failures were they were quite notable, mm-hmm. but I think that was a learning experience. That's still year three. Year four, it looks like it starts to change because Spurs have big kind of statement wins against the likes of Dortmund, Liverpool, Real Madrid at Wembley, where they're not dominating these games, but 
they're trying to keep the ball, but if they can't, they've grown this kind of instinctive reaction to how to play without the ball, how to be a bit more streetwise, how to, we're going to try and do our thing, but if we can't, we're going to bend around that. And I think that we're a long way away from that right now. So I get not wanting to just concede and just give in. Mm-hmm. And I think it was such a positive thing for the belief that Andrew was able to throw in these players, the, the bit part players that he talks about needing to come in and do their role, that Hoiberg and Dyer, who, you know, you wouldn't criticise in the field for feeling disillusioned right now. They came, they came in, they did really well. Emerson, I think, has been the, the shining example player coming in just to do these odd bit jobs here and there. I think it was, a, it was a net positive. And now I think the net negative is, is the, the injuries and the suspensions, but that was before all this happened. Yep. This was Spurs. This was a different kind of siege mentality. This was, we're going to, we're here, we're going to fight you. We're not giving in. We're going to give it a proper yeah. go. And we're fighting on our own terms yeah. as well. Yeah. I think Spurs, they'll be a better team for that a couple of, de- a couple of, de- a couple of years down the line, um, having that mentality sort of bludgeoned into them. And not and not you know falling back into the old conditioned yeah. Conte yeah. ways yeah. of of sticking at the back and hoping for the best. You know, I think um, the more that they try and they they play their football and uh, you know make make Chelsea try and or, or other teams like that try and unpick the lock in a in a different type of way. You yeah, know? it's um, I, I, yeah. I think I, the more I think about it, I think it's a it's it's reasonably clever to ask you know young players like. Mikhailo Mudrik and Cole Palmer to have the composure yeah, about yeah. themselves to play the right pass and a lot of the time they they didn't they didn't and they had uh, attackers up front who couldn't Wait, what, really score for top well yeah this is the thing Jackson scored a hat-trick and he's been getting dogs abuse mm. um, and the the angriest man in that stadium Pochettino was fuming for all of the second half because Chelsea just couldn't put the ball in the net and they couldn't just figure out okay hold your lines hold your runs whatever just get in these positions and eventually they didn't stop each time when it was it was actually off straight from the Son chance wasn't it where yeah. that kind of iced the game off I think that was it but I thought the reaction so a lot of people were still in the stadium Monday night late game it's going to be a long way home I know it was for me but everyone just started standing and applauding and I've never experienced that at a Spurs game before and I don't I don't think there's something you're going to see a lot of in England mm. That, that just kind of general appreciativeness of we've given it a bloody good go we've come so close and we couldn't figure it out but there's all these mitigating circumstances but we appreciate showing this fight rather than this cowardice that we've become used to yeah it was uh, I don't know it was sort of like a nice little pat on the head of your idiot brother who's <laughs> done something a bit stupid but oh he's running to the wall again their heart's in the right place you know um but yeah, yeah, they put in so much effort and yeah, like you say, they came so close and they've got plenty of credit in the bank as well. Mm. I think it would have been a pretty poor show had that second or third, or well, if the second goal got in, if people had started getting up and leaving in their droves, I think that would yeah. have been pretty poor. But I think you've, got, you've also got to give credit to the people who, um, who, who, who feel this club in a more visceral way now. And are, and are happy staying behind and like they can see what the approach is they can see mm. how Spurs are trying mm. to stay in the game um, rather than you know there seems to just be like confused mumbling a lot of the time around the uh, in, in the atmosphere <laughs> yeah. like the last couple of years it's yeah. not really like that you can it, the atmosphere was superb yeah you though. can still hear people getting getting right behind the team yeah. and, 
and making sure that if 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 even if we're down to nine players, you know, there's a there's a tenth player. Yeah. This is so this is such a good thing in year one to have this stuff going for us. It's yeah. so good. More than you believe. Yeah. Um, I think everyone I think I think everyone's figured out now we're not gonna win the league, but I think they realise we're going in the right direction. This is yeah. This is great first steps. This is great. The players are bought in, the fans are bought in, everyone's on that same page. And that is always what people talk about when they're going through the projects and the rebuild and all this other crap. Mm-hmm. You need everyone on the same page. And to have that already, to have that buy-in from yeah. everyone in these circumstances against Chelsea, this is, this is the thing I wrote in my notes. This is so kind of vibey at Spurs because we've just lost 4-1 at home to Chelsea with Pochettino coming back as manager of them and the whole thing before the game was oh, he's going to get booed or whatever and all the, what's his reception going to be like and I think a lot of people the general feeling I had coming away from that stadium was that Spurs fans were positive yeah and they have something that's theirs and they don't have to worry yeah. about what's going on over there oh yeah we've come into the office I don't care what people say <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're, not, we're not embarrassing ourselves like another club yeah well no yeah exactly like um, and there's there's no there's no finger pointing or no. or uh, you know lambasting of embarrassing not, decisions yeah, yeah. you know I think everyone yeah. sort of agrees that Spurs lost their cool and the red yeah. cards are fair enough and They'll just have to. They'll have to learn from it, and they will, because they're they're Mm. all pretty young players, and um, like even like Romero himself, I think he's about twenty five, twenty six. So like he's not even in his peak as a defender yet. And um, hope not. Oh yeah, yeah, (laughs) we'll have to see if he. You never know. Injury or something like that, but um, but uh, it's it's. I, I think Spurs having that having that atmosphere again is just it's it's just a massive plus point for the next few years. And uh, you know, days yeah. like this will will come and go. They won't. I don't. They won't be as extreme. <laughs> like, the, the, the the set of circumstances is it's just yeah. a bit ridiculous. Like we can we can talk about you know where the high line was stupid, but it's probably not going to be um, a scenario that the coaches are, are faced with fixing anytime yeah. soon. This is the thing. Early. It was such a novelty, and it was such a cool thing because it's kind of this was a Spurs game. This was Spurs. Being Mavericks, thinking outside the box, daring to do. Echo and what did you take from Chelsea's style of play out of it? You, well, thought, you can't I, take anything from well, it. Well, I, was talk, I was talking to one of our top, was, yeah, I was talking to one of our former colleagues, Christian Davis, about this. He's a Chelsea fan, and he was absolutely fuming at Chelsea. He said this is one of the worst performances that we've had. The second forty-five was the worst forty-five that they've had on the pitch. That's what he said to me. And it wasn't good. It's, it's, I'm, so I'm, I'm planning to go to Chelsea vs City on Sunday. I am so confident the City are going to rip them apart. <laughs> that is why I took coming away from that. Uh, what is, yeah, you're right. What, is the, what, what, what have we learned really about Chelsea? Well, nothing really. They've they've got a guy who can do the old Carlos Vinicius celebration. Was you that said it felt quite Vinicius against Marine? Was it someone else I was talking <laughs> I to? I think it's probably someone else, but I did do that <laughs> very, very briefly earlier in the office. Um, you're doing your what was it 19 to win <laughs> no I do I do the Madison these days um, yeah I did it yesterday and it was a bit yeah. embarrassing again but I'll keep doing it okay I'll keep doing it okay I'm going to give you a choice of what we move on to next Ooh. do you want to talk about do you want to stick with the crazy game topic or would you rather stick with the present day topic present day topic so we'll talk about Wolves start right. with Wolves then um, we earmarked this last week as a potential banana skin 
I don't yeah. think I don't think he was going to be in this match. Um, <laughs> well, it's not because I think Wolves have literally just lost to Sheffield. Well, yeah, that's well. what I think. Yeah, um, I, I, it sounded like they got screwed over a bit by the refs, but I don't think they created a lot in that game. No, at the same time, they probably went and played three at the back or something ridiculous <laughs> like that. Um, but yeah, I was a bit I was a bit worried before this run of games. I didn't think we Chelsea game is what it is, but. Wolves seem like a, a team who've, who've kind of had a number in the last few years. A dangerous a few, team. Yeah, and they are dangerous. Gary O'Neill, a manager who's had success against Spurs in recent times as well. Yes, as at, at Bournemouth. Um, Was very complimentary of Spurs on Monday Night Football the other week. Yeah, I, I don't think he would have been at the back end of last season when he scooped those three points because it was a bit like, here you go, have those. Um, have all those goals. Goals. Um, yeah, it's a it's a bit of a worrying one straight away on the Saturday uh, early kickoff because fuck knows who's you know, going to be you know, available. You, know, you never know what's going to happen with that. Yeah, it could. Yeah, oh, the early kickoff does really ridiculous things to you. Um, I mean, it's it's a chance to go back on top of the league for a little bit, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, despite everything, yeah, despite everything, we can see how that uh, see how that plays out. Um, yeah, it, that'll be an interesting one. It's just, it's just who manages to to pull through. Yeah. In his, in his fit, well, yeah you know? Now that you mentioned it, there is actually a chance that we end, that goes the international break, top of the league still. I mean, I, I'm not a bank, you know, like I just said, I, I wouldn't be. I'm expecting City to go and rip through Chelsea, but in the weird case that Chelsea does get something off them, you know, mm. Poch is always motivated by games against Pep Guardiola. City do have an occasional brain fart in them. Mm. rather than I think it, what I wrote the takeaways piece for the site I was basically saying what happened with Spurs it's happened, it's happened to the likes of Liverpool and Arsenal and United and Newcastle and all the rest in the last year or so City don't have like implosions like that they just lose games mm. they'll lose games like narrowly they won't get hammered they won't fall apart and I think that's why ultimately they're going to run away with the league yeah they can just hang in there for so long and you know, they, yeah, they might but as I said, they, they lost, they're one of the teams things. that lost to Wolves recently. Yeah, they did, which yeah, which backs up our, our point of the potential banana skin. But they don't have Pedro Neto. Are they, Mer- mercifully, he... I think that the, the hamstring injury I was talking about, I think that's going to be out to the international break. Um, I think. So, Adam is not still at Wolves. No, he's, he's not. At he's at Fulham. Fulham. Right, okay. Well, that's a Did, he come, on, did anyway. he come on the other week? Uh, I don't remember seeing I feel him. like he didn't, because I feel like I'd, I'd yeah. made a note if he did. Because that's just the usual cheat code that managers play against yeah. Spurs. Because for some reason, what to he, do. he turns it on against us. Um, Runs in straight line, man. It's <laughs> tough. Um, <laughs> but Wolves got their own firing South Korean. Hwang Yi Chan's been in great yeah, this year. He's great. Been in the oh, I remember I was watching the game against Newcastle a couple of weeks ago. His goal, really, really nice. Just cuts inside, buries it near post. I was like, you have impressed me, son. You have impressed me. You have impressed Fair myself. Enough. Yeah, I um, I'm uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing what sort of eleven Spurs stick out. Do they? Well, yeah, do what they do you think it's going to be? Do they plug in Ashley Phillips? Do they? Well, yeah, it sounds like Ashley's going to get. I imagine he'll be in the squad at least. Mm. I was thinking on Monday the squ- uh, um, the likes of Alejo Valise weren't in the squad. I was like, ah, oh, that's how we got players back. This is great, and then mm. now it's like we've just lost. Like five at once. He'll be back here. He will be back, I imagine. He will be back. We'll probably have uh, that highly touted centre back. I can't remember his name. Dorrington? Dorrington, yeah. I was about to say Norrington, but that would have been wrong. He'll probably get a squeeze a place in on the bench or something like that. 
Um, so you know. Well, here's like, the time for that youth integration. You know, yeah, that we've talked about before. This is what this is what it is. You know, I think there was a good, there's like a secret interview with Thomas Frank a couple of years ago with mm-hmm. a Brentford fan site, and they were talking about like the because he he was a youth coach eventually, um, not eventually to start off with. Mm-hmm. He was never like a pro or anything. And he was basically talking about, you know, does that mean that he's more inclined to give you for a chance? And he was basically, he laid out this argument where he was like, we want, you want to win every game. You want your key players to have the minutes, you should manage all these minutes. The way for youth players to get a chance is they, they kind of have to like hope that there's an injury ahead of them, that there's a situation where they come into play. And he was talking about, I think it was a former Spurs graduate, Paris Magoma. They were saying he loved him. He thinks he has so much talent, but he couldn't get in the team because everyone was fit there was no game that you could really kind of just shove them in for now is the time where Spurs have all these problems we're going to need people to step up we're going to need people to be ready we might see someone like a Dorrington player we might see a Jamie Donnelly come into a midfield or attack especially during the months in where AFCON's on and we're going to lose Basuma and Saar and Son's away for the Asian games or whatever so it does feel like this is we're in, entering that period of the season where the thin squad means that we're going to have to start going to these young players. Yeah, and that's always a vibey, a vibey time. Vibey season. I think it, I feel like. Don't, re-ju- don't readjust your, your expectations based on the first ten games. We're not going to win the league. This is still vibes. This is still yeah. It's still. I said this from the start. I've always said this. <laughs> but I think the other thing I was thinking actually, if this, if a game like this happened at the start of Postecoglou's reign, people would be much more kind of forgiving about it because it'd be like, oh, you know, it's it, it's only because. Spurs have started so well that people are like, well, that was pretty stupid, wasn't it? Yeah, and and um, you know you don't expect that of a, a manager who who won the manager of the month award twice in a row. Do you? It's going to be three times, surely. He's only one that got a hundred percent record last month. Oh, for October now, as well. Yeah, I think for it's going to be announced Thursday or Friday. Ooh. So. Well, Re- really, this should be the first one. That was this is the problem. With that this. was quite generous. The yeah, first it felt. I think, I think people got swept away by the narrative of that first month, and then yeah. didn't realise that it was going to happen for the next two months after. Well, so. they they beat a Man United that were um, genuinely improving, I think, <laughs> and I think that's sort of what what um, what helped them plug plug for that one. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, it's it's sort of been a while since Spurs have had a, a, a youth prospect come through. Like, there's Oliver Skiff, isn't there? And, or yeah, homegrown yeah. anyway. Like uh, it, it felt like they were just coming off the conveyor belt, like maybe eight nine years ago. Kane and Winks. Kane and Winks. <laughs> Kane and Winks. Yeah, <laughs> two sides of a coin there. Um, but it, two two stars in Champions League final. That's pretty successful, if you ask me. It is. Yeah. Um, but then yeah, because it, 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 one the, was definitely better than the other. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, Winksy. What a goal you scored at the last weekend. Oh yeah, good lord. Yeah, the power on that strike. Very good. Um, but yeah, it, you're right. It does feel like a while since someone has come through like that. But it does sound like there's a special crop coming through. Like even some of the some of the youth guys who I've who I've spoke to, um, I think I remember talking to one in around 2018, and I was like just asked around that because you know as around the time yeah it was the summer where Spurs didn't sign anyone, mm-hmm. and I was talking about is are we just going to rely on players coming from the youth system? It was like. I think he compared Skip to like a mini Matic and it was like if he comes good then maybe that's the one but it's not really like a special special crop like I don't think they're even that high on Marcus Edwards because of the the mentality stuff and the attitude issues or whatever it was that was plaguing him at the time now it does sound like there's guys ready to step up and could actually make something you know you mentioned Dorrington Don, we mentioned Donnelly 
Um, sounds like Yago Santiago, a good kind of wide forward. Um, below that, in the 16s, I think Mikey Moore is his name. Mikey Moore. Mikey Moore. Yeah. Got a good potential in FM, apparently. I'm sure he does. That's such uh, an FM region <laughs> name. Mikey it actually Moore. is, yeah. Yeah. So, Wonderful. you know, if we hit on one of these guys, great. If we hit on all of them, great. Even better. It'd be, it'd be the ideal. And then you just got a nice little stream of 50, 60 yeah. players coming in. Yeah. I'd say I'd say like don't expect it. Just hope. Just be more hopeful than expectation yeah. because it's a lot. It's demanding. It is demanding. Um, I do have hopes for Ashley Phillips. Obviously, not an academy player, but someone signed in the summer. He's, mm. he's a very quick player. He's first without yeah, I was going to say he's without first. going into the Tanganga territory. Um, yeah, and he's probably the first one. Who, yeah, he'll he'll be the first one who actually comes through and gets that chance now. Yeah, I think I, so I imagine he'll get some minutes in the next. Because um, yeah, weeks. you can plug Hoybier into that gap maybe during the game, but sending him out to play centre back from the off for a game I'm intrigued by the idea right, though I am intrigued how it would work mm. someone did, someone suggested Basuma at centre back which I didn't like no that's too I didn't like, I didn't like that one because yeah. yeah. like, he's going to start dribbling on the edge of his own box I don't think Hoybier has the positional awareness for it either to be honest to play centre back <laughs> not, not for a whole game not for a whole game no I feel like he might just start running around and pointy shouty man yeah doing his um, you know what is that what are those things in America that just sort of like inflatable yeah, flailing tube man yeah the flailing, <laughs> flailing tube yeah like that's that doesn't really work as a centre back <laughs> it can if um, if you're in centre mid but um, yeah I'm, I'm just fascinated by how they respond to this first blip now yeah like um, they've yeah they've got so much credit in the bank from from an awesome start yeah they only yeah they had they had the longest yeah. unbeaten run so far this year um you blew it. They've got <laughs> they blew it, yeah. But now they've got like significant absentees, and I'm just looking forward to seeing who's going to step. Well, up. yeah, I think it kind of got to brace yourself for a rocky period results wise. Mm. But I do think what Monday taught taught me is the performances are still largely going to be the same. Whether we score more goals in the opposition is a different question. But Spurs are going to play the way they're going to play, so I'm I'm happy about that at least. You're just yeah. going to have to. You're just gonna have to f I always say this. You just have to firm it. Just firm it. People can be like, oh, Spurs bottled it again. It's like, okay, we've, we've had to deal with this for our whole lives. It's like, it doesn't matter now. Yeah. So we can still be positive. Yeah. And good time, good time for And like I said, we might still go to the international break top. Yeah. We'll get an incredible record from the first 11 games. Like, it's, we're guaranteed top four for international break at least. At least. <laughs> at least. Yeah. We've uh, we've got a, we've got a reasonable buffer over yeah. a couple of t those teams below us who, yeah. who we still have to play as well. Yeah. So um, they can just hold them off. Should we try? Should try and predict this bonkers lineup? Who? Well, yeah. I'm, hope, I'm hoping Vicario is not actually concussed because that was quite a scary concussion check. Yeah. And I, I really do think that I think Allison is number one in the Premier League. I think Vicario is making a really good run for number, for the second place spot because I don't know. I can't sit here and definitively and say someone is definitively better than him. Edison does not fill me with confidence as a pure goalkeeper. Mm. I think Arsene Wenger went on being in sports recently and did say, I want my goalkeeper to save shots. I yep. think I'm not, I don't think he was naming names, but I do think he was talking about the two at Arsenal, personally. <laughs> um, well, that's the thing. There's not a great uh, uh, depth of amazing goalies. Yeah, in, in so, the I, th moment, I think so it's a, he's come in and he's the performances have been so good. Some of these saves have been ridiculous. But yeah, they've been very eye-catching. He's yeah. very long. He's so yeah, he's, he's long. So long. He's got great length. Um, and he, and he, saw, he does have that sort of Lloris... Uh, Cat-like ability to just pull, yeah, pull yeah. saves out of the bag, when but with greater length. Yeah, with greater length. Yeah, Luis wasn't that big. 
No, you, no, you really. I mean, he's about six foot, which is quite yeah. quite small for. And for that, goal, and Vicar is like six three, six four, and he's properly like when he made that sprawling save for Cucurella's one. Like I know he was he was kind of preemptively doing it, but it was just like this guy's massive. Yeah, <laughs> this yeah, guy's yeah. so huge. It must be such a kind of intimidating thing now as well. Because you think it's like as reputation increases, people can be like, "Fuck, I got to face Vicario today." Yeah. No, he's a, he's a he's a big boy to try and try and get past. I I yeah. At the moment, there there are very few goalkeepers around that you that you take over him because he's he's started so incredibly, and that that game yesterday on Monday night just sort of showed that he's 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 a massive fighter as well, and he's not someone who is going to shrink. You know, I feel like Larice for for all like being a captain <laughs> and that could just sort of shrink. And like when he had those games, they were horrific yeah and like in that kind of game he might have just like started throwing the ball into his own net and <laughs> slamming his thighs and being like what the hell's going on it's like well don't do that he became, <laughs> he, became, he became much worse to do the sweeper keeper thing as well he probably would have got sent off that was like his yeah it was well, his thing it used to be his, his thing, thing. Came and he was like oh I'm the sweeper keeper um, and it was like oh Jesus you only see a few cu- a couple of players in Europe doing this you know you got Neuer and Lloris and yeah he came as a modern goalkeeper and he kind of was forced out as someone way behind the curve yeah. it was ironic really that tells you how fast football moves yeah yeah it does um, but yeah Vicari just sort of he, he, I, I, he looks quite similar to, to Lloris but um Maybe just yeah on roids stretched stretched yeah you know, the, you know, the old medieval things out. where they're pulling out their limbs and stuff you know <laughs> well I hope he hasn't suffered that yeah um, <laughs> could do without that I mean like yeah so <laughs> hopefully he's fine yeah uh, um, Poro right back Poro right back yeah uh, are we assuming Dyer is going to start I think yeah I think he I think he probably I think kind of has to actually he yeah. has to. Um, Talk about being disillusioned if he doesn't start after <laughs> crawls off and, and Romero gets sent off like that. I think he'd yeah, okay, try and end his contract yeah, right there. I think left back will be uh, not left back, left centre back will be Davis. Mm. By virtue that who, who, we need another left back, and I think Emerson will play left back, and at least Dyer and Davis have some kind of previous connection. Mm-hmm. So I think I feel like that's going to be. I wouldn't be surprised if Phillips came in. Or if Hoiberg did start against centre back, but I think I feel like that's most likely going to be the back four. Mm. Yeah, it's 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 very much a, a patch them up job, um, and we'll have to see how they all get in there. I think I think Davis at centre back is a good shout as well. He was playing there in preseason. Yeah, he's, yeah, and he's uh he's he's obviously left footed, so it's good to have. Presuming he's fit, I think it, it sounds like he's going to be fit for Saturday. But yeah, that's another thing, isn't it? <laughs> We're having to pay killing injections in Ben Davis to save our defence. <laughs> yeah, fifty percent chance he aggravates the injury. I'll take uh, that risk. I'll take that risk. Okay, a dog is only going one game. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. Well, the good thing is, sort of like the the core ahead of that is is a little is a little more settled, isn't it? I know Madison's probably he might not play. We we'll have to still have to see how that mm. how that comes back. Yeah. But at least you still got Basuma and Saar, who I'd imagine yeah. would. Would play. I, I, I'm I sort of, going to play him. Yeah. I thought I actually thought Saul was incredible at eleven v eleven. I thought that some of the stuff that he was doing in midfield, again, it felt like he was more senior midfielder in that battle. Yeah, it's it's nice when he has. The, yeah, he's got the books to books role, so he can yeah. he can just sort of charge around picking up the loose yeah, ball. Yeah, yeah. I thought he's yeah. he's getting better at, yeah, at bringing yeah. the ball into the final third as yeah. well. I just yeah, yeah, when he starts making those uh, right choices with the final ball, yeah. I think he'll be. He stopped. He stopped blasting over. Thank God. 
Yeah, you stop, a bit you of stop doing the punch for that. Yeah. It's like, thought, dude, that's yeah. not how you're going to score. Yeah. You're going to score by getting in the box, <laughs> yeah. not just not by just, smashing it from 30 yeah. yards. I thought he was kind of overrated in the first few weeks of the season. Now I kind of think he's underrated again because I don't think enough people are talking about how good he's been. Mm. Yeah. Would you um, would you be tempted to to, to stick Ben Tanker into midfield or do you think it's still like a, a proper 10 job? Like I think, yeah, I, think, I feel like he's going to go to Celso like, for yeah. that. I think, he's gonna, I think he'll try to sell. So I also don't know if he thinks Benson Cook can do from the off yet. Yeah. No, I don't know if Lacelso ever been fit to do it from the off. I don't know. <laughs> no, I mean, no. I mean, like, they've still got to be ultra, ultra careful with him, haven't they? I mean, he's still got. How long did he get against Chelsea? Did you get, did you get the Benson half? Cook. Yeah. Uh, I think it was one of the late ones. Kelms was skip. One. Oh, think. yeah, he got half an hour. Well, could, hour yeah, could Skip play? Skip. Skip would probably come in. If we're just talking about like trying to stiffen up the middle area, but then again, I feel I he's not going to do that. He's not going to do that because we've just seen him play at yeah. the high line with nine players. So don't listen to me. I'm being idiot. <laughs> um, it's yeah. I'm just trying to sort of weasel other players yeah. into the starting lineup ahead yeah. of Geo. <laughs> <laughs> um, you try to look everywhere. You're pretending he's not here. Uh, <laughs> oh, me, yeah, yeah. me, me. Uh, <laughs> yeah. We'll, uh, we'll see. I was, yeah, it was a bit of a shame that we didn't get to see too much of, of Brennan as Again, well. Another one I thought really, really good at 11 v 11. Yeah. I can see it. I see the vision. I do I'm, see I'm sold on the vision. You don't have to explain it to me anymore. I get it. Mm. Oh, give me more Brennan Johnson. Yeah. Let me see more Brennan Johnson. I like it. I like him getting in behind. I like how Gave Reese James some real problems. Yeah. Reese James was really good after that when Johnson came off. And I think that was the reason for it. Yeah. I like how he, uh, he's, he's, a, he's a good... He's got that assist mindset. There's a really good ball for Son. I know it was offside, Great obviously, ball. but weak foot, that low cross, that's going to be a go-to move for Spurs. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's. Um, I, don't, I've, I don't know. I think those 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 two wingers, Johnson and Kulisewski, I think that's in the first 15, 20 minutes. I think that's the best Spurs have yeah, played out wide yeah. for the whole season. Yeah. Thank you. Kulisewski um, continue shooting, I think. Yeah. And not at, def- not at defenders, but, you know. Yeah, got, I mean that's a, occasion, but at least he did it. That's a, that's another option, isn't it? They could play. They could bring on Richarlison and stick him in a central role. Well, maybe, you not, maybe no, the, the surgery role. stuff. Oh yeah, that's not the, pu- another the option. pubis. That's that's sort of a saving grace, I suppose. Mm. No, he's not going to. Well, Brian Hill. Brian, your Hill. time is now. Maybe, yeah. What? Well, he's going to have to get ready because <laughs> he is going to be called on a little bit. Was he on the bench the other day? I think he was. was yeah, he? I think he was. I yeah, he that. was. He was on the bench. I thought. Yeah, I thought that was quite. But he did make it yeah. on. But yeah, that's a, he's another winger in that in that similar in that similar mould who should enjoy coming on and and um, making chances. Yeah, he did, when he first joined, he did say that he preferred playing on the left on his natural side, and I was very kind of sceptical because he just does not have the pace at all to do that in the Prem. Mm. So I'd be quite. I can see it more from the right as a Kulusevski replacement rather than the other way. But yeah. but who knows? But he should get some chances. Yeah, though, I believe. Um, and then so yeah, up again. yeah. Hopefully Johnson starts starts again. Then it's probably Lascelles and Kulu and Sonny up front. Nice finish for the offside goal. Really nice finish. Really nice finish. Um, Reinvented himself. Yeah. Coaching. Poaching. Poaching up front. Um, just couldn't quite grab that last one. But you yeah. know, it is what it is, and it it, it certainly yeah. wasn't his fault. That Tottenham <laughs> didn't get a result. How dare you, Sonny? <laughs> <laughs> you fucking ruined yeah. it. Done it again. 
Yeah, okay. Let's move on to the thing that I want to talk about towards the end. So, as the the Chelsea game was playing out, I was... I couldn't really kind of think straight. I was doing all these different things. Head's gone. Head, 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 was head was gone. Head was gone. I was not appreciative of what was happening. Because <laughs> um, this is the thing. It was great for the neutral mm. and for Chelsea fans, I imagine. Um, but for Spurs fans, less so. Spurs fans working, even less so. Yeah. So I got around to thinking, what are the kind of craziest games the Spurs have had in recent years that didn't necessarily that weren't necessarily about last minute goals I know Chelsea scored two of them but that wasn't the reason for the craziness in this game so I narrowed it down to three or four for every year since we left White Hart Lane and I'm going to try and pick one from each season and kind of, as a kind of comparison because this was like this was so strange it was like the, the atmosphere was weird the, the pre-match stuff and the, the way the, the game opened within the 15 minutes is not what you thought was going to happen in the end and just all these different things going on the VAR checks it was, so, it was so strange it was so you couldn't keep up with it it was so chaotic so from last season I've got four main picks the Leicester 6-2 game mm-hmm. which you know it was just after the Queen died and we had like a week off it was weird coming back um, Leicester took the lead and then Spurs were just not good defensively and then Leicester weren't good defensively either Son comes to the bench scored a hat-trick and it was just strange like that the Leeds 4-3 on the last day before <laughs> yeah. the World Cup break which I really enjoyed I really enjoyed going to that that was that's probably closest to this in terms of like like for like a parent because it was so back and forth back and forth it was Leeds thriving in chaos and Spurs just kind of withstand that um, the Brighton 2-1 which you were at yeah yeah. Was, there was so, so many different things going on there yeah that was, there were a lot of VAR um, issues in that game but there were also <laughs> um, managers getting sent off and um, that stall was set out pretty early on, I think, by Deserby going up to Stellini <laughs> yeah. and being like, "What the hell are you talking about?" <laughs> so yeah, that was never yeah. gonna and be he's like, like, "What are you talking about?" Yeah. And they just sort of look at each other in Italian, being like, <laughs> "Stairs in Italian." Stairs in Italian. <laughs> and then obviously there was a big um, fracas in the yeah <laughs> in the dugouts, which yeah really set the tone for yeah. a wild encounter. And there was one of the games with the Poch chance there as well, wasn't it? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. yeah. That that. And all then, sorts of chance yeah. in that one. And then the Newcastle six one, yeah, for obvious reasons. That yeah, in the in the in the sort of sack it off. We're not going to bother playing. Sort of, <laughs> sort of, sort of reasons. I think it's one of the yeah. last two. I mean, in terms of different things going on, it's probably the Brighton game. But yeah, the, the craziest things is I've never looked at my phone after twenty minutes and Spurs been five nil down before. Yeah, that was um, that that was just. Our, our worst nightmare sort of just packed into one game very similar to, to Monday night I suppose yeah. but from a much more yeah. apathetic point yeah. of view um, or perspective uh, <laughs> because it was sort of like ah I mean if somebody had said to you 4-1 Chelsea before Monday night you would have been like oh what the bloody hell's happened there <laughs> yeah. you know so we must have had a player sent off or something yeah. like that or there must have been some contentious decisions I think if you had said on the day that Newcastle were going to batter Spurs six one, at that time, I would have been like, okay, I can I can sort of understand how that, a result like that might come <laughs> to said, reality. You're saying five nil after twenty minutes and it's eleven v eleven. <laughs> yeah, Who no, no you... var nonsense, no pens, nothing. <laughs> this straight five goals from open play, 
Who do you reckon wins if you stick that Spurs team that lost to Newcastle <laughs> up against the Spurs team that lost to Chelsea? The nine men. The nine men probably I win. Think the nine men probably win, actually. Well, they probably win by uh, I don't know what the, I don't know, I don't know what Zellini's boys are trying to do. <laughs> like, no Kane idea. might score a couple from distance, but I think the tactics were... That's a good question, actually. I'm going to ask that. I'm going to put that on Twitter. Later. You have to remember, yeah, that the nine players are all fired up and the 11 players are feeling sorry for yeah. themselves. <laughs> that is really good. That is really good. I wish I'd thought of that. I'm going to steal the idea, though. You steal oh, it, I'll tweet, I will tweet that. You tweet I'll credit it. You, you with it, but I don't feel good about don't it. Don't at okay. me. Okay. <laughs> I don't want Twitter bots um, in my mentions. So, 21-22. A lot of these... So, nothing from the Nuno, because I don't think it was crazy. That was quite you boring. Were, yeah, yeah, it was quite... It was just boring and apathetic rather than chaotic. Apart from El Sacco, I guess, but... <laughs> I felt that was mainly dispersed with shit more than anything. Yeah. And the the weird phenomenon of one of these managers definitely going to get sacked if they lose this game. So I had, so had Conte's first game, the Vitesse 3-2, which Romero gets sent off. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Spurs go 3-0 up. It looks like, oh, well, we're going to be cooking. Vitesse get two back. And then Vitesse gets two players sent off in like the last 10 minutes to swing it back Spurs away. I thought that was quite weird. Mm. But it's a conference league game, so I don't care enough about it enough. Um, the Liverpool 2-2. Yeah. A very enjoyable watch. A oh. game where you probably go back and watch it and be like, wow, this is this is great. This is what Conte's Spurs should have been about. Yeah, you saw that and you, you you saw that was like the blueprint for how a successful team operating in that in that manner could. The Winks, Delhi and Domele midfield was really, really good. Yeah. Really good. Uh, they were all bombed off a month later. I, <laughs> that, that's still quite remarkable to think that that was a midfield three. That was that was happening. And worked, all, yeah, and worked. Um, in that they worked their socks off and they got chances to the to the main guys up front. Um, I think Liverpool were in a little sort of ruttish. We both had a, co- a COVID kind of thing. Like we had one that yeah. cancelled the uh, game the week before, and then they had one just heading into it for the minute that Van Dijk and Fabinho can play. Yes, yeah, that was it. So I suppose got a little little fortune. So we hadn't played in like nineteen days. Mm. Yeah, that was an odd time stretch, wasn't it? The cancelled yeah. Red Conference League game that Source kicked out because <laughs> Red flew over, even though they knew that Spurs had this outbreak. Didn't yeah. think to wait or anything. Oh, well. What can you do about that one? Um, I also had kind of forgotten game the 3 2 loss at home to Southampton. I was there for that. Were yeah. you there for that? Yeah, I was there for that one. Um, Mental? That was, yeah, that was pretty. That was pretty Southampton kind strange. of strange. Southampton battered us. Spurs got into a winning position with about 10 minutes to go. And I'm pretty sure they just let Jimmy Ward Prowse swing a few balls into the box, and <laughs> Shea Adams tucked in a few headers. Headers, and it was. Um, I think Brozier was really good as well, wasn't he? Brozier was, yeah, from what I remember, he was, he was, he was, he was good. But uh, that was, yeah, that was sort of one where I was thinking, all oh, the wheels might fall off here for top four because they, they lost. They, lost to Wolves a few days later. Yeah, and I wrote an article basically just saying Spurs' season's fallen apart in like five days. Yeah. <laughs> And um, and no, when when Conte gets in a rut like that, he doesn't tend to. Oh, he doesn't like that. No, he tends to start pointing fingers. Um, so that that was that was yeah. quite a crazy game. Yeah, and then considering yeah. You know, they got battered. And then at the Arsenal three 0 Yeah, that was that was just raucous, wasn't it? Yeah, who's there was a holding yeah. holding red card on Son. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, I mean that could have been five or six, and I was sort of hoping that it would be, yeah. but was, I think we've been over it before, but. They, yeah, they conserved energy. Yeah. Is that on a Thursday night? Yes, it was yeah. really weird scheduling. It was, uh, I don't know why. I don't know. Like the I don't know why. Saturday or the, yeah, they might have played early on the Sunday. 
and they were terrible to watch against Burnley. Yeah, <laughs> it, was the, it, was, it was a noon kickoff, I think. Yeah, so, it was an early one, wasn't it? Yeah, got away with it. Got God. away with that yeah. one. Um, I feel like I'm leading towards out to Liverpool. From that season, the Southampton was was a bit weird. The Liverpool one was was quite nice and surprising from yeah. the team that they put out to get a result and performance yeah. out of yeah out of that. Um, I felt good Liverpool just because it was quite enjoyable. It was yeah, fun. it's a game. It's a rewatchable game for sure. Yeah, I'm not going back and watching. I'm not watching that Southampton game. Twenty twenty one. There's quite a few ones here. I was very shocked about um, the infamous one. Losing three 0 at Dinamo Zagreb when their manager's in jail. Mm. Just kind of the step as Never with, e- with each goal, the stakes ramped up a bit. You like, oh, Sp- Spurs just even if Spurs lose by one, it's fine. You know, oh, move two on. Oh, it's two. Oh, it's two. Oh, great. Oh, it's three now, is it? Oh, oh Spurs got a score. Fuck off, Mislav. <laughs> Mislav Orsic. He then moved to Southampton, didn't he? And did yep. nothing or someone else. Did Nish. Did. <laughs> Did yeah, that was a, a real a real nadir. It real was. It was. Point. You know, Larice um, came out in an interview afterwards. He was basically like, "This is a reflection of everything at the club that's gone wrong." Yeah, and then Mourinho talked about, you know, uh, you know, it's not the coach, it's the players. It's like, ah, oh, this is this marriage is probably going to last for a long time, <laughs> isn't it? He's not saying anything. Did get sacked for another couple of weeks? Yeah, it was quite surprising. Around. around. Yeah, that must have been pre Carabao Cup final. Yeah. Anyway, so you know things were still yeah. looking up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, we were still locked indoors at that point, so it was yeah, it was a, it was a tough time. Couldn't escape it. Couldn't no, there was yeah. no escaping. I went for a few angry runs around that time. <laughs> actually, there was no other way to yeah to deal with it. Uh, I had earlier the Europa League would beat Maccabi Haifa seven two, which was was a, was that a qualifier? I think it was the last qualifying round. Yeah, and it was where they they scored like a one of the best goals I've ever seen. I think to make it 1-1 it was like well, uh, are Spurs in trouble? <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's going on here? I think one of, the, sent a, one of their defenders like before the game had like come out with a bit of an X-rated taunt about yeah. Kane and was like oh I'm going to bend him over and, <laughs> and, <laughs> and I'm going to my way with him like what? No, yeah. don't say that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. It's not going to end well for you mate. Yeah. <laughs> e- even and Spurs got yeah. seven. Well, well yeah, yeah. Um, even earlier in the Europa League campaign, the first qualifying round that we went into, beat Lokomotiv Plovdiv 2-1, but the game was was streamed on Premier Sports, but the live stream wasn't working properly. Yeah, it wasn't properly. really streamed. Yeah. It wasn't really streamed. I think, I think there might have been one journalist from England out there. I think it might have been like Andy Gold or something. So you, you couldn't even get like proper updates from people. Um, Plovdiv took the lead, and it was just like, oh my God. It was quite a late lead as well, like 70 minutes. It was like, oh my God, there's real danger that Spurs go out here. And then they had a red card, but there was confusion if they had one red card or two red cards. No one knew because no one was bloody there, and it couldn't, we couldn't watch it. It's like watching. It's like trying to follow a game like the nineties or something. Um, I think in the end it was red, one, one red card, and then I think Kane and Ndombele score late on, and Spurs get through by the skin yeah, of their ass. Yeah, one wasn't. Um, and then also had losing five four after the FA Cup. Oh god, <laughs> which I completely <laughs> forgot. The Carlo Ancelotti nice. uh, blows on his tea game. And then the United 6-1. Oh, yeah, the United 6-1. It's wonderful. Kind of means nothing. It meant nothing in the grand scheme of things, yeah, but... But it still means... But it's quite funny. It was nice to just go to Old Trafford and get away with one like that for once. Yeah. After all the years, like, of just going there and not having anything go in Spurs. Yeah, well. having some ridiculous calls. Yeah, yeah. Bouncing over the line, etc. Yeah. Um, just to go there and smash my United. Pretty cool. 
pretty cool thing to have happened. Enjoyed it. Um, I feel like for the novelty, I think Plovdiv has to win. Just I've I've never had an experience like that watching Tottenham because I just couldn't watch Tottenham. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was um, it, it's it's quite wacky in that. And Dombele was a saviour, and that was his. Was, yeah, it was, it was, it was start, it was start the redemption arc. It was. Oh yeah, see, he's getting his fitness up. Yeah, is there a? Uh, <laughs> is there, do you reckon there's a clause in his contract with Galatasaray? <laughs> if Madison's going to be out injured, maybe they, you know, they it's go back again. to the old in the in the ten role. You don't just, believe his symbol? Yeah, probably yeah, not. A lot, a lot, I've seen a lot of reports out of Turkey saying that he's overweight. Yeah, he's he, yeah. He's quite, specifically he's quite mentioned yeah, yeah. burgers. They do mention the food quite a lot. Yeah, <laughs> make of that what you want. I'm still down for it though. <laughs> if, I, if we want to get hurt again yeah um, yeah I'm going Plovdiv Plovdiv I, I remember that that Fulham not Fulham sorry the Everton game being quite ridiculous it, it was race. ridiculous like, yeah did seem sort of peak Mourinho yeah um, this happened when Mourinho kind of just stopped caring about defending which he probably should have done for more more often because when yeah. Spurs actually tried to attack it was really entertaining yeah so, it would just end up like 4-3 yeah, or 5-4 exactly. or something like that 6-1 yeah yeah um, 1920. This was the most depressing list that I had to come up with. Um, Bayern 7-2. Yeah, which I might put down to the late goals. Really, I might put down that to late goals. I might rule that out just because. That was a weird. Basically, scored just, like the last four shots. And every, yeah, every every. That was a team giving up. That was a team just being like, "Fuck it." Yeah, it was four-two to like late on. Yeah, it was shot on target. Yeah, Reese. Shot on target. It's just like, what's going on? Spurs were good at, up until. Bayern equalised in the first half. Spurs were really good. They were tearing Bayern apart. And Dombele was running yeah, the show. Yeah, a good start. Sonny scored nice and early. Had another chance right. before that, which she should have probably scored. Soko had a chance, I think she would have scored. Not, it was a really, really good performance up, up until there. That's kind of, that's kind of as parallel to that Chelsea game, actually, then. Yeah. <laughs> just, just a different kind of collapse. Different kind of collapse. I can't find the XG. Just I don't want to know. I don't want to know. Had the... Arsenal 2-2 in which Spurs went 2-0 up and then threw away the lead because that was quite was very on edge even at 2-0 yeah that, that was, was a, that was a weird one that I was felt, like yeah. was just after we lost 1-0 to Newcastle but Arsenal I think was fans were starting to go and Emery's back a little bit as well yeah um, there was definitely some sort of ill feeling towards Poch going on yeah it was like is he really motivated enough and then couldn't hold on for the lead because we just never went to the Emirates Stadium yeah and then I think this one probably takes it the Brighton 3-0 yeah, the, where it did feel like this was the end. That was my that first was game covering um, for ninety minutes. Oh, what yeah. a game it was! You know. <laughs> yeah, Larice broke his arm in the third minute, maybe. Um, Neil Mope scored. Aaron Neil Connolly Mope, scored. Wait, was Neil Mope scored? I know Alan Connolly scored. Alan Connolly scored. Twice. Yeah, is that, is that um, what I'm thinking of? Yeah, so that was the, the player who never scored again. Never score again for Brighton. Um, but Neil, yeah, Neil Morpé was the Good God, Neil was the beneficiary of Larice's. Neil Morpé scored and it killed Larice in the process. I think Larice killed himself. Well, yeah. Well, he, Neil Morpé killed Bernardo later he in the season. Neglected to catch the ball and instead just palmed it back into the danger zone and it then was, you know it, got his arms and yeah. all sorts of strikes. This is what should have happened know. to Pepe Reina for Liverpool against Everton in like 07 or something, where he throws the ball over the line, not realizing Andy Johnson's there to head it in. Mm. <laughs> um, <laughs> That, um, yeah, Spurs were playing all sorts of square pegs in round holes for that game and as well. Yeah. Mrs. Ahsoka was on the on the pitch at left back or right back or something. It was like that dude's not going to work here. Poch, you need to, you know. I, I think I, I think everyone knew after that it was done. Yeah, that was that was the end. The it was like, was could we could, we could put that buying down to buying 
the conversion at the end was ridiculous and Spurs were actually good in the first half but you have to go and prove it with a game at Brighton who was still starting up under Potter mm. and you can't lose 3-0 for goodness sake yeah I think that was still the, that might yeah that was very early on in the Potter days so that was like the most still... goals that a Brighton team under Potter ever scored yeah um, <laughs> Nil they... and Aaron Connolly scored the goals you just yeah, can't let that just, happen it was a complete miserable performance yeah. from what I remember there was there was no real goal threat and like there it was getting to the point where there were there were jeers when a shot was on target and uh, <laughs> it might have taken like Lucas Moore until the 70th minute or something well, yeah, like that to get a there shot There was no target. red card or anything in this game, right? It was literally no. just Spurs were just so flat. Yeah, they were so get flat. Up for Brighton it. were very up for it um, and sometimes that's, as, that's, that's all you need. Just that's just to, it, you know? Just to get a result. Yeah. Right? It's, yeah, they, they didn't want it on the day and they got punished for yeah. it. And it felt like yeah. I think I'll go with that one. You you're at a lot of these crazy games actually. One in each season, apart from the COVID season. It's um yeah, it's it's never dull. And um, <laughs> I think we're we're at least grateful for that. Yeah. It's just that when you're trying to write about these games. Oh, it's awful, isn't it? It is awful. That's what I mean. It's <laughs> terrible. Feel for, you should feel for us, the guys who get to go for free actually. Yeah. Please please cry me a river. Please, yeah. No, but seriously. But you know, it stands you in good stead when you go and cover colour games that are uh, not quite. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I remember. So, so my sports journalism exam. Uh, you have to do a match report for a game. It's a random game in either the EFL or the Scottish Prep. And they do preface it with, "It probably won't be mental, but it might. But it might. There's every chance that it could be because it's football." Mm. And we had one where I think it was like Kilmarnock against Aberdeen or something, and one of the teams was winning one 0 into the 85th minute, and they lost two one. And everyone, you're obviously not meant to talk in like the exam. Mm. Everyone just like when well, the second goal goes in for the other team, and it's like you know, twenty pairs of hands just thrown. Yeah, it's the <laughs> silence, just like. What the hell? Like, you're kidding. We got five minutes. We got five minutes to turn <laughs> this around. Um, yeah, so you do get you do, so you do get prepped for that actually. So still be still be a good set. Eighteen uh, nineteen, a bit more enjoyable. Um, even this defeat, but lost four two to Barcelona. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that one was almost just like, oh, we got down by Messi. Like, it's almost yeah, like it was, a right yeah. initiation. It's, it's you know? the best. It felt in- like Spurs are here. Yeah. <laughs> it's, the, it's the best individual performance I've seen live. Yeah, and they gave a really good account of themselves. With a lot of injuries this game. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, that was my thing. With a lot of injuries this game, I think it was like, a, it, was a, it might have been the first time Wixen and Yama, I think, had played together in midfield or something like that. I think Ericsson was out as well. I think Dele was out as well. So the, the front line was like Wixen and Yama. Lamella, Lucas, Son, Kane. And I don't think I don't think that combination of players ever started together again or before. It was yeah. I would get, I would I would wager that, that that was a one time thing. Yeah. And then Kieran Trippier clears the, makes a hash of a clearance earlier on, I think as well, doesn't he? Yeah. And there was a bit an, of crap. There was an immense racketage goal as well. I think it might have been like a volley from the edge of the box. Yes, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, which sort of just felt like, ah, oh, well. That's one of the best goals these, I've seen, yeah. yeah, these games can be, you know, decided. By it's like, well, it's Barcelona. Quality. Yeah, exactly. So it's just like, oh, bloody hell, that one's gone yeah. in. They're probably going to do that again. But, um, like, Spurs are right up in, in that game until the very end before yeah. um, Messi, they I literally just yeah. walked it in. Yeah, towards yeah. Because the there was nobody around. And it's like, but oh, th- you've got one player <laughs> scrambling back trying to stop Messi, have you? Am I? Good luck with that. <laughs> Who would win? Uh, 2018 Barca or nine man Andrew Spurs? <laughs> <laughs> it's messy, it's 10. Oh, I don't want to think about it. Um, yeah. I probably should remind people 
purposely not putting in games which are based on last minute goals that's why I'm not talking about the City game or the Ajax game because they would obviously be the ones it's more fun to talk about the games that we don't talk about more um, Chelsea 3-1 yeah it snapped Mauricio Starry's um, unbeaten start at Chelsea they were looking quite good to that point I think it's quite similar to what's going on now that included uh, Dele Alli scoring a header Kane having the first example of um, Kepa just not moving for shots from distance yeah just rolls through that into the near post it was, it, was, it was weird at the time I think yeah, it, was, it was working at ESPN I was in the office and it just kind of caught me off guard so much I just kind of like let a yelp I was like Woo! Oh, where'd that come from <laughs> it's a little um, and then Son scores the goal running from the halfway line yeah the absolute um, the highlight reel goal I think yeah. that was his, it might have been like a landmark I, I think I saw the other day it was like his 50th yes yeah you're right yeah, like yeah, yeah. but yeah wonderful wonderful goal and um, yeah that was one of those statement wins against Chelsea should have battered them that's another one where it should have been should've, 5 or 6 yeah. nil, and then Chelsea hang on and then get a late goal and it's yeah. like well it looks less impressive now and some very hilarious examples of Jorginho being quite slow <laughs> as well which uh, so slow you know he's only, so no, only 31 now He's only 31. He plays like he's 39. Yeah, he moves like a... He always plays like he's 39. <laughs> so, and then, this is my favourite, uh, the Everton 6-2 just before Christmas. Yeah, that was that was wonderful because it was it was a complete football performance. Like, just the, the, the goals that Tottenham scored were... There was that Ericsson one from the... From yeah, the really Ericsson nice box. one, yeah. Um, Son just, one that he lobbed it over Pickford. Yeah, the, I think there was one that... Uh, who swings it in I think Trippier might swing it in towards Kane and he just taps it home or something like that but they were really really good good goals a lot of them and they ended up giving away a couple to maybe fucking Walcott or Sigurdsson I think Walcott's going I'm getting angry about it I'm just like he's done it again (laughs) (laughs) this fucking guy um but yeah that was sort of yeah that was just I feel like that was in the run up to Christmas yeah and we were sort of looking quite good and strong. I think we're outside bits of the title at this point. I think we I mean, were, the, yeah. After the Boxing Day game, which was 5-0 against Bournemouth, Spurs moved up to second. And it was like, oh, Spurs are the only ones who might be able to stop Liverpool. And obviously, I think they lost to Wolves a few days after. It was like, yeah, okay, maybe, all right, maybe not. But this was like leading up to that. So it was like, it was still the, the undrawables at this stage. <laughs> that was a good time. Yeah. It's a shame that that, that streak yeah. got snapped. Yeah. So I'm going with the Everton one that year. That was fun. They yeah, all, all of Desk scored, wasn't it? That was the novelty of it. Yes. Then Pickford killed Deli Alley. Killed him. Killed him. Guess who a murder? Killed Van Dyke as well. Honestly. I don't know how he does it with those tiny arms. <laughs> but he's uh, obviously got yeah. something in them. Yeah, okay. Then we'll do 17-18 because it's just to cap off the post-White Hart Lane era. Uh, Rochdale 6-1 in the cup because I remember this one vividly. I don't remember a lot of these... Um, games against lower tier teams. It was a snowy one. It was a snowy one. Yeah. Carl Walker Peters, I think, scores the final goal, and you can't can barely even see the ball what's going on. <laughs> but this was the game where Son scores a pen, but they're introducing VAR for like one of the first times, and the pen gets dis- gets ruled out, and Son gets booked because he stutters in the run up, even though the stutter in the run up wasn't um, enough to kind of break the rules. And I think it was, this was it was the first game I ever noticed who Paul Tierney was. So every time I think I see Paul Tierney now, I'm like, you're the bloody ref in that game with his finger against his ear, <laughs> talking to people at Stockley Park before people know what it's even about, and just hanging out, handing out this stuff all willy-nilly. And it's like, it was the first game I was like, they've made a hash and var here. They really have. 
They've no idea, no one has any idea what's going on. They release all mm. these conversations now. I'd want to hear the conversation from what was going on then. Yeah. Um, so that was the first one. Uh, the Liverpool four one. Yeah, that was that was fun. Just blew him away. Yeah, saw that. Um, saw that as a fan was in the stands for that one. That'd be a good one. That felt like the first proper Wembley home win. Yeah, it, yeah, it was it was lovely actually. It was with a Liverpool mate. I was going to say a lot of Liverpool fans were in the home end. That that one, so, yeah, <laughs> those first half goals kept going, in and I was going, "Yeah, sorry, mate, sorry." And he's like, oh, "It's all right." I'm just sort of like, "Yeah, sorry, but your boy's getting bad." Um, but obviously, that ushered in a complete era of Liverpool dominance. And so yeah, we'll talk about that to part. an end. <laughs> but that was that was crazy. It was uh, it was a bit of a Lovren disaster class from where I remember. Oh yeah, he was just, just playing like Mustafi out there. Yeah, he was running up the pitch, and Joel Matip didn't couldn't couldn't get hold of him, and <laughs> and uh, Spurs just they could, they could really do with Van Dijk actually. But yeah, and they ended up going and getting him, and that was a good shout. Yeah, but um, they were playing a horrifically high line, <laughs> and Spurs were in that sort of. Mood that I think you, when you were mentioning it earlier, anyway, when when they got the ball and turned it over quickly, they just snapped into gear and went into killers and yeah, just yeah. just took the game away from Liverpool. But then Mo Salah scored a goal when Liverpool were just completely out of it. He just runs up. He did nothing all game. Poch put Oria right back to stifle him, and it actually worked. Apart from that one moment, where he scores this ridiculous goal yeah, for a tight was, angle. And it was sort of just like, oh, all right, that. That mm. didn't seem like it was going to happen at how all. He, it was like the first time I was like, "How the hell did he do that?" That yeah. was the first time I was like, "Okay, this guy might be special." Mm. And the ball just ends up trickling, yeah. in and it's like, oh, "For goodness' sake, yeah. Spurs, don't do this now." But they um, they got one just before yeah. half time. I think I think Daly scored just yeah, before half time. Nice it little volley one. Yeah. yeah, it was like, "Oh, okay, here we are. Normality restored. Yeah, should be fine." And then one of my favorite games, uh, last day of the season, Leicester five four. Yeah, Lamella denied a hat trick because apparently it was going wide when it hit Christian Fuchs off the bar. Tell me how you really feel. Yeah, you know, I think I just think it's a hat trick. You know, I just yeah. think he's got the match ball for it. I think that, he's, that means he's had a Premier League hat trick more recently than Harry Kane. You know, personally. <laughs> yeah, I be, I yeah. believe so. Okay, that was, that was a fun game. That was just because I think so. Spurs needed a win to finish above Liverpool, but it didn't really mean anything. But it was just, apart from that. The old funny graph was have Spurs finished above the Liverpool chart. It was like six out of seven seasons, mm. which I enjoyed at the time. It was a good meme. Um, finishing third as well, I think seventy-seven points. I felt like that felt right. I felt right. I think that was yeah. good. in terms of like historical context, that felt right. Spurs were the second or third best team in the country. I felt, and I think seventy-seven points was probably a good tally for that team. But the last game was like two 0 Leicester early on. They go two up. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They come fighting back. Some. Unbelievable goals in this game as well, from both sides. Yeah, I remember the I remember the Kane one where he sort of does the last Chowdhury one. and then curls yeah, just the yeah, just, it's like oh, it's just um, beautiful. Yeah, getting ready for the World Cup. Who else scored in that? If it's an own, well, sorry, if Lamella got a hat to Lamella, was it? Who did score in that game? Who was it? Who else gets one? Search it up, but we'll try and figure out before you get there. Yeah. Uh, I don't think it was Son. I don't think it was Delhi. I don't think it was Ericsson some weird wrong and oh no it's, just, it's Kane got two apparently okay, got oh two. it's the one at, I think it's the one where he takes it oh yeah I do remember now he yeah. takes it yeah. right at the near post yeah. and they've got some Tim Pot goal yeah. who can't so, keep it out some so of theirs were quite good as well weren't they some of their goals yeah the Inaches were quite good I think. Vardy. did Vardy get a Vardy got it wasn't two a pen. it wasn't a pen then, no. I don't think but um, yeah so what was it actually went from 1-0 to Leicester to 1-1 and then 
That looks pretty ropey from from that. Point. That probably would be a good one to go to. Last day of the season, just vibey. Champions yeah. League qualification was secured a few days earlier. Just, just there. Just enjoyed it. Yeah, it was. Got a, third place. It was proverbial blonde medal. Fourteen points ahead of Arsenal. Yeah, and that was a really good solid season for Spurs. Yeah, yeah. seventy-seven points is about about right. For Historically whatever. accurate, I would say. There's a good there's a good representation of what Tottenham were that season. Yeah, and then that was was that them? No, nah, that wasn't them done at Wembley. They still had it was meant to be. It was, well, that was, was, the, that was the thought. Like oh, go, we'll go there for one last time. Yeah, yeah suckers. Uh, we'll be taking that trip a little more. Do they know? Frequently. No, they do not. Um, yeah, uh, nice little dive through history there. Crazy yeah. games. Nice to more, go through. Here's uh, to more crazy ones. That I'm not working yet. Yes, yes. And I think we could have some crazy ones in the next few weeks with. Uh, oh yes. With all these injuries and suspensions. Oh yes. But Hopefully, we will nothing, be there. Too, uh, nothing too strenuous yes. on our fingers. Mm, yes, hopefully. Okay, I think oh, it was a long one today. Yeah, that's, con- that's, that's content for you. Yeah. Kept banging on. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> We're just waffling on here. Are we done? No. Should we stretch it out for another 45? No. It's fine. We're close to lunch now. <laughs> I hope we're going out for lunch today. Oh. I could do, I'd rather go out for lunch. I don't want the usual. Classy. Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's not raining at least anymore, I think. At least it's not raining. <laughs> Alright. Thank you for listening, everyone. Uh, if you haven't subscribed and left rating yet, please do. It helps us a lot. And we'll see you next time. Watching talk.